Welcome to a very special episode of Every Horror Movie on Netflix. Uh, I'm here with Steven. Hi. And uh, we are deviating from our normal schedule of events because we are at Motor City Nightmares reporting live from Michigan's premier horror fan event slash convention. Well, yeah, yeah, for horror fans. We're at the Sheraton Novi. The Sheraton Novi. The show has ended. There are people milling about in the hotel lounge area, drinking, smoking weed, leaving peanuts all over the floor. There's an after party that we're too cheap to go to. (laughs) It's about to get underway any moment now. We were so excited to go to the after party and dance with Sean Patrick Flannery, but... It's $15. I w- you know, it, $15 might be worth it to see Clive Barker boogie. So, spoiler alert, Clive Barker did not look like he was in condition to boogie when we saw him. He has fallen on hard times. I don't know why I'm laughing, because it was quite depressing. It was very depressing. It was especially depressing, the, the size of the room. because they had Dwarfed him, him even more. Yeah, they had him, apart from all the other celebrities, in his own ballroom, surrounded with... Tons of his merchandise and I think original artwork. Original artwork on like, like ripped off pieces of like moving boxes <laughs> and and books, countless paperbacks. Yeah, and, and special rules about how he would sign autographs, but he wouldn't make them out to anybody, including you. No photographs. No photographs. Understandably. And but then it was just him by himself with like maybe three fans in the room in this huge room. Would he have allowed, like, I wonder if there was, like, a courtroom sketch artist in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no photographs, like, but you can draw him. Just, just stand here for a second. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Kind of depressing. So Patrick's around, and so is Allison with a Y, our witch friend. They went to get a beer, and hopefully we're going to be doing some interviews with some random denizens of the horror event. Yeah, um, Patrick and Allison are going to grease some palms and, and try and get some folks over here to talk to us about their favorite horror movies on Netflix, right? We, we've met some interesting people already um, that it would have been good to interview for the show. Oh, yeah. Um, I met, uh, God, I wish I remember his name. Is I don't it, remember my guy's name either. <laughs> his name, I mean, his name was Steve. I don't remember his last name, but he, his artwork has been featured on several uh, Blu-ray special editions from Detroit's own Synapse Films, who put out the acclaimed 4K restoration of Suspiria that toured the world over the last couple of I think of years. you talked to me about this before, but like Detroit has its own like boutique horror label. Yeah, I think they're technically in Rochester Hills, maybe. Um, they mostly they mostly put out like like Japanese like pink movies, like like grindhouse porno stuff, but they also do cult horror films. They put out a number of Argento's movies. And I got an inside scoop from him. There's a late 80s, early 90s movie VHS classic called The Kindred that's long been in the works from Synapse. And apparently this guy has not been tapped to do the artwork, but he says the release is on the horizon. Hmm. Well, so far there hasn't been a lot of uh, overlap between what we've seen here and our usual Netflix yeah, uh, there weren't any Cankerman uh, cosplayers. No, no, we did not see... Uh, uh, Jay wasn't here, Booth we did not, wasn't here. We didn't see Jay, we didn't see Booth Nath. Terrifier, you know, is trying to claw in there. Art the Clown is trying to 
Did you see any Terrifier artwork? I saw just a little bit. Okay, I didn't notice any, which kind of surprised me. Yeah, because I'm told on social media that he's a new slasher icon. They're trying to make it happen. I don't know if it's like Fetch. You just can't make it happen. (laughs) He's got that face, though, so in an event such as this, you're going to see him around. No, I'll wait for the sequel. Yeah, Terrifier 2, maybe, which is, of course, in development. D. Wallace was here. We Which, did get a little glimpse of D. Wallace at the far corner of a ballroom. Yeah, I, well, I got looking great. I, I saw her close up. Yeah, looking great, and she's kind of connected to Netflix, even though the movie we saw her in wasn't on Netflix. But she was in uh, one of the Halloween Rob Zombie's Halloween movies. Right. So, a little uh, Netflix star. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other celebs that have been on Netflix here. Of course, the big attraction this year is the Hellraiser reunion. So, in addition to Clive Barker, they have. Every actor from the original Hellraiser. Doug Bradley, Pinhead yep. himself. Yep. and uh, Looking a little like Mehmet, as you uh, said. A little bit like Mehmet. And uh, the, the girl, I, for, I forget her name. I'm such a bad horror fan. I don't think not knowing much about the Hellraiser films makes you a bad horror fan. Mm. The, horror fil- the Hellraiser films are on Netflix now, currently. So, you know. There's some there's some Netflix connection. Really not much, though. We're just here as... Uh, we really should have done our research. <laughs> yeah, as spectators, I guess. Um, but the interesting thing for me is that I'm used to going to conventions where the celebrities are very uh, walled off on, from everybody mm-hmm. unless you have $30 and you get in their autograph line. Here, I guess it's encouraged that you pay $30 to get in their autograph line, but you could walk right up and talk to them, and it seems like that's allowed, if not encouraged, uh, without paying anything. And say hello. Oh yeah, like uh, so. Patrick and I were here, I think, two years ago, and we uh, we partied a little bit with Tyler Maine, also yep. from Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah, film. You, we mentioned that on the Halloween episode. I I could have kissed Virginia Madsen; she was so close, and I didn't oh, pay wow. anything for that. Yeah, um, the uh, the chick from Suspirio was here. Just at arm's length. It's just, what do you say? What do you say to someone? Nothing. I, and in fact, it's really, honestly, depressing. I didn't venture down that corridor this time at the end of the banquet hall where all the quote-unquote celebs are, are signing artwork and, and taking selfies with fans. It's just, what do you say? They don't seem happy to be here. And honestly, this is a pretty small convention. I wouldn't be all that happy to be here either. I'd feel like I'd fallen on hard times. If I guess if you're really into a celebrity and you know... You have an angle for how you could relate to them. Like, if I saw Ty West, I could talk to him about how I used to follow him on Twitter and why'd you get off Twitter, man? You know, you've been watching any UFC lately? (laughs) We could probably have a conversation, but I don't know. Because Danny from The Shining's here. Still haven't seen him, still don't want to. Oh, well, he's probably better in your your head as the the cute kid. In my mind, he's forever young. Yeah, but it's been fun, like a lot of conventions, you know? You see some things, you see some art, you see some things for sale, you see a lot of merchandise that you think looks cool but would never want to own. Like, well, what, what did you buy today, Chris? I bought a original poster for The Spy Who Loved Me, the 1977 James Bond classic. Horror classic. Horror classic. One of my favorite James Bond movies, if not my favorite James Bond movie. It's the spookiest James Bond movie, I think. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I, I don't know what, what is. Maybe Live and Let Die is the spookiest James Bond movie. All right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> anyway, and uh, how much did that set you back? We're not going to talk about how much it set me back. But I've, I've had two posters on my wall in my apartment. Lawrence of Arabia and Nightmare on Elm Street. I've been looking to get a third for years and years and years, but I've never found one that I liked. And this one caught my eye. I like the color. It's a good movie. 
good poster design. It's fun. Oh, it's and beautiful. It was an original. Having an original, you know, it's like having a piece of movie history. It's gonna be great conversation piece. I like authentic things. Given how much you paid for it, I feel like there are gonna be a lot of conversations about that one. I'm gonna get my money's worth. <laughs> well, I picked up um, a poster of the uh, 1970s Philip Kaufman remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I became obsessed with over the winter, as well as a poster for Mick Garris's film of Stephen King's Sleepwalkers, a camp classic. Uh, and I also picked up uh, an Aussie Osploitation horror classic Body Melt from the folks at Vinegar Syndrome. Oh, what's that about? I, I don't know, except that it involves a dude who's constantly in like melting throughout the film. It's like the Incredible Melting Man. Of, yeah. Beautiful. I hope it's at least as good as the Incredible Melting Man. It's the Incredible Melting Man down under. Well, uh, Patrick and, and our friend Allison with a Y are, are back from their parking lot adventure. Back in the ballroom of the beautiful Novi Sheraton. We only have two mics, though, so yeah. Patrick. Sidle on up Patrick, how's it going? It's, it's going well. I'm sitting in Chris's lap here for the viewing audience who may be curious. Um, we're having a good time at Motor City Nightmares. I don't know. What have you told them already? I missed a lot. You can listen to it later. It's not important. Tell us about your experience so far. Yeah, how have you been enjoying Motor City Nightmares? What's the highlight been for you? Man, I've been having a great time. Uh, I think the highlight so far has been when we saw... So there was a Jason that we saw, and we were like, oh, okay, he looks pretty sweet. He has, like, the hockey mask on and shit. We took a picture of Chris with this Jason for our Instagram story. We were like, oh, sweet, he's got, like, a full mask. So the mask covered his whole face so that if you looked at him from the back, his whole neck and head looked fucked up. Not his face, I found out. He took the mask off, and it's all his face but it does cover everything else outside of the mask. Yes. But but this is the twist is that later on we saw a second Jason who also had a mask just like that except it was a different mask it wasn't the same mask but his face still looked fucked up from the back and it was like two Jasons coming together very cool very impressive blew my mind could, so having seen the entire franchise could you tell which film each Jason was from? Oh um, no Okay. I think they were from, well, that's the thing, because they were both from wearing the same Jason costume. I think it was from Friday the 13th, the final chapter, and one of them actually had a 12-inch doll of Jason from Friday the 13th, the fr- final chapter, under his arm Very when, the, meta. when the two met. So there were three Jasons at work. It was amazing. A miniature one, two full-size ones. So it was Jason versus Jason versus Jason. Jason Cubes. Directed by David Fincher. Allison... This, I think, is your first horror convention, right? You are correct. All right. Why don't you take the mic and, and tell us uh, tell us what you've experienced so far? I've seen a lot of really great people watching so far. I've seen some really cool art. Lots of really cool art. Lots of, like, dead bugs in frames, which is pretty dope. I saw from my second favorite podcast, My Favorite Murder, there was some fan art, some stay sexy, don't get murdered fan art, which I really appreciated. People are just letting their freak flag fly at the Sheraton and Novi, and I'm really into it. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Here's a question. Here's a question. What was, so we talked about what's the high point. What's the low point of everybody's Motor City Nightmares so far? I'm going to say, and I mean, this may be besmirching the legacy of a legend, but I'm going to say Clive Barker. We went, we walked into a room where Clive Barker was signing autographs, but he just looked sad. He looks like one of his own creations at this point. (laughs) Yeah, true. He looked like uh, the pain had definitely outweighed the pleasure at this point. 
Well, that's actually funny because we actually, before you got here, talked about Clive Barker and almost verbatim, that's what we said. We were talking about how the ballroom just like dwarfed him too. Like it made it even a more depressing spectacle than if he had just been like with his friends. So what was, what was everybody else's low point? And actually, I mean, I, I posed this question, but I'm going to go walk around and find other people for us to talk to while you guys answer. So I'll, I'll hear it when I listen to the app later. Okay, well, I'm going to say the low light for me has been not enough cosplay. Well, I mean, you're the only one of this group that isn't even wearing like a horror t-shirt or something. No, I'm not. But, you know, we saw a couple Jasons, a couple like vague ghouls and, and dead bodies and you zombie know what, though? type There's people. There's a little kid dressed like Chucky from Child's Play, which is fucking cute. Somebody was dressed as the as Meg Tilly, the bride, bride of Chucky. I think I saw two women dressed as Meg Tilly. What was I- your low light? I don't want to talk about the Lopa. I want to go with a Allison with an eyes mentality of just pure positivity today because I'm having a great time. I love it. I'm having a great time too. So if you don't want to talk about the low point, what would you have maybe liked to see? We, we, we can spin it in a positive way. It doesn't have to be a low point, but what would you have liked to see more of or like to see at all? Oh, uh, more Blu-ray discounts for sure. <laughs> I saw a lot of marked-up Scream Factory and uh, Severin releases. If they'd been 10 bucks cheaper, I would have taken them home. Well, something that they, I would like to see and something they should do, I was talking at length with an author, a local author, whose name I regrettably don't know and whose book I regrettably don't remember the title of either, so I can't plug him. Uh, but we had a good conversation, and we were talking about how kind of the local artists and the people who are making original horror content kind of get buried in the mix because they're sandwiched between people who are selling like life-size pinhead mannequins and Funko Pops and Blu-rays and all this like franchise shit and the commercial shit that people like are here to see and so it's kind of hard for them to get through the noise of all that. I think it would be good if they had a separate room where it was just those artists original people together no one selling like franchise shit and so they could have their own space so you go in there you know what you're going to get you can take your time and and really appreciate what they have to offer well i was surprised you know that's a great idea i mean they did have a small kind of annex that they didn't use when i was here two years ago and there's at least one really well-known small kind of horror sci-fi press uh, subterranean that's based in burton michigan i think I'm surprised they didn't have a table here. They could have been sort of the main attraction for a room of just like local content, independent content creators, and it would have been a blast. Well, it looks like Patrick's coming back with a couple victims to uh, be interviewed. Let's uh, let's let's take it over to Patrick. All right, so we're here with our friends Norm and Beth, who we just met in the hallway at Motor City Nightmares. How's it going, guys? How is your awesome. con? Great. The night's yeah. been awesome. Yes. Thank and you, you said this is your seventh or eighth. This is Motor probably City seventh, eighth time being here. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, and you said you've watched a ton of Netflix horror movies. Absolutely, I have. So we are in the midst of a journey to watch every horror movie on Netflix. We have been doing it for a year and a half now, and we're only into the seas. Wow. So it, it takes a you while. Got, you got a ways to go. Yeah. So what's your favorite like Netflix horror movie that you've well, seen? Well, I forced her to watch the ABCs of horror. Uh, of, ABCs of death. of death. Yes. Yeah. I, I forced her to watch it. Yeah. She wasn't a big fan, but <laughs> yeah. God, I loved it. It was yeah. such a terrible, fun thing to watch. I was loved a, it. That was a really mixed bag. What was your favorite segment? Or least favorite? I guess, what, what would we say? What, do you, what would you say? The, the poop? 
<laughs> oh, the poop one. I don't even oh, remember the poop, poop one. one. Was terrible. That was terrible. But it was so. Yeah. I, I watched them both. I think I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was animated, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just remembering we only watched ABCs of Death too, and this is why, because. The original ABCs of Death is titled The ABCs of Death, and we're going in alphabetical order. So The ABCs of Death is in the T's. Ah. ABCs of Death 2 is in the A's. So, so you guys got a long time to yes. go before you hit there again. Yeah. Because you're going in alphabetical order. I it, got it. it. I watched them both for that episode because I'm an overachiever. I tried to get them to do it. You are a, you are a trooper. <laughs> if, if that's what you're doing, you're a trooper. I was the poop one, Chris. Um, it was just not my cup of tea. It was yeah. animated. There was like a poop that came to life, and like it was a big hassle getting it back in the toilet. And and yeah. you know it was slapstick, lowbrow stuff. I uh, think I might have seen that on YouTube. Actually, that's starting to ring a bell now that you're. It was terrible. It. It was yeah. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> We've had so many bad things come up. Mm-hmm. I started so many, so many Netflix shows that I've stopped in the middle of uh, it and yeah. had to cut it off yeah. and say I can't I just can't watch it. What was your latest just like abort mission on Netflix? What was what, what was that one I just watched the other day? Oh. Can you even remember? No. I don't I can't even remember what it was. I cut off so many shows that I just have been these are terrible. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't do them. Yeah. Couldn't totally do them. Fair. All right, so we'll stop like holding you guys hostage. Final question. Us or Pet Cemetery? Pet Cemetery sucked. <laughs> I'm going You've to tell you, right it here. was it was just they could have done so much more. Yeah, it sucked. What's the? Yeah, we got some cosplay. It looks exactly finally. like him, right? Yeah, I did do a double take. That's for pretty the, for amazing. For the listening audience, there's like a incredible ne- Negan, 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 Negan. Yeah, Negan cosplay. cosplay, and he looks he looks just like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> He's killing it. So, uh, final question: What was the highlight of the the show today, Ben? For each of you, we met what Scott is, Ian today. It was pretty cool. Scott Ian, <laughs> I think that was cool. That was pretty cool. You Got know, taken with him. Girlfriend's older than me. She's into the older bands. I, I just was super pumped that we got to hang out with Scott Ian. I, I'm a total noob here. What band is Scott Ian from? Anthrax. I saw. I saw Anthrax. Anthrax. Okay. 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 Zen Anthrax. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Thanks so much for stopping by. Nora and Beth, thank you guys so much. <laughs> thank, thank you, you guys. guys. Thanks. Nice to meet you guys. Always good to get the, the voice of the people. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to get some more of it. Getting outside of our bubble. I'm going to go find more of the voice of the people. I'll be right back. Back to you, Allison. Oh, hi. So back to what I would have maybe liked to see more yes. of. Yeah. So my little podcast nerd heart was kind of hoping for some like horror podcast people here or like you know even if it was like you know a you're local. looking at them yeah well and <laughs> little did i know that that the top billers here on the horror podcast genre i you know traveled with maybe they're here but they're just being covert like we are we don't have a booth. We have a little bag with a recorder in it and a couple mics, and it's pretty clear what we're doing if anyone looks this way, but we, we are we are under the radar. We are flying uh, sneaky today. Then I need to find them We're ASAP. flying 47 meters down. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I would have liked to see maybe some representation on that front, and you know what? I was... I mean, because this is more my taste. I was hoping for, like, maybe a little bit more representation of, like, the gothic horror 
genre. Uh, I, I like I like horror. I do, but gothic horror is where it is at for me. Yeah, I would like to see some more panels. Like I've been to PenguinCon and ASEN, and both of those. Uh, ASEN is the Anime Central in Chicago. I'm not an anime fan, but was dragged by an ex of mine in our D and D group. And there's just so many interesting discussions going on throughout the day. I mean, discussions of everything from, like, the state of science fiction, you know, or the state of horror to, like, polyamory 101 and, like, sex toys you never thought you'd try and, like, all that sort of... There's all that, like, fun, interesting stuff and, like, um, like open source information sharing. I'd like to see more of that here. Yeah. The panels seem to just be kind of, like, celebrity reunions, pseudo-celebrity reunions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see because I think there's a lot of information that people who come to a horror convention would would be interested in that's not necessarily just the celebrities and, right. and their panels. What I would love to see someday at one of these things is the talk of like how do you create uh, emotional reactions in horror because for me like that's where it's that's where the real horror is at. So how do you build great characters, great relationships and then, you know, pun intended slash those. Yeah. Well, it's funny. This is a technically a film festival. We didn't see a single film this time around. <laughs> no. But it'd be great if they had like more workshops about like you know exactly what you're talking about. Mm. You know, horror screenwriting. Yeah. Or, um, because let's face it, there's a lot of bad horror screenwriting, and but we also know that horror screenwriting is capable of being really phenomenal and extremely affecting and I would love to see discussions on how to do that and what what makes what makes it especially potent and work well you know what we might next year we might have to be the change we might and have lead to. some workshops let's do it Patrick is coming back empty-handed Patrick what the hell happened out there it's rough man it's rough out there I'm still working on it. I'm working on bringing some uh, voice of the people back to you. Actually, hey, Negan. We got the Negan cosplayer coming over here. Maybe maybe he wants Negan, to talk to us. Patrick's right, trying to make the pitch. That was a hard sell. Yeah. Wow. Every horror movie. Oh, some of them, Would you be willing All to make a little guest appearance? Absolutely. Absolutely. Come have a seat. Come All right. Here. All right. Patrick's got Negan. Take a seat here. Um, I'm Chris. Full disclosure here, I don't watch The Walking Dead. Really? Yeah, and you should, I mean, you hand him a mic. I'm going to. I, I kind of feel ambushed because you I don't watch, watch The, the Walking season. Dead. I mean, you know, what are we? Several years in now, and you know, I mean, you you've never watched it, yeah, right? Lately? Oh, oh, wait, like I watched wait. I watched the first season. Okay, there we. I also How watched. I also watched the. I also watched the scene where you bashed everyone. Five. Okay, in. so. I read the comics first. I read right? the comics first. So, I read like 15 really? volumes. I read way more comics than series. Absolutely. Do you like the comics or the, the uh, comics, show? Comics. I, I think the uh, show kind of mimics in, in some ways the, the comic. So the show to me is they, they try not to be as predictable. You know, it's like the comic did this. We're going to try to put a twist on it, right? Yeah. And if, if you read the comics... You know, you know, you, you try to separate the two. You're like, okay, they purposely did that to separate the two. So, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of a letdown. But, so, my personal preference is, let's see the comic exactly as the comic is, you know, with whatever. Okay, so then would you advocate to see the show in black and white? Absolutely. Because I I, would, I mean, yes. segments, I, I, I guess today, for you know, modern age, segments, right? Yeah. So, 
maybe not the whole year after year after year in black and white, but maybe yeah. flashbacks or segments or, you know. So are you still reading, like, the, the issues or the trades as they come out? Yes, How yes. Caught up? Okay, I haven't read probably for the last maybe two years. Right, okay, yeah, I how's did. It, how's, it, how's it going? Are you still feeling it? I mean, that's a hard thing to, to explain, right? Because it's yeah. like you, you, no you build up all these years, then you like just kind of level out, and you're like, yeah. okay, let me follow on because I've, I've got all these years invested. Right. It's a cool comic. Is it, is it what? So I guess really if I flip the question and say, is it what it was nine years ago? No. Yeah. Because you know? some of the surprises are gone. You know? So, I mean, if you want to dive into some of the things like uh, killing off major characters, you know, show or comic, uh, it happens. But you can only do that so many times where you're like, okay, now now I kind of get you know the level set of we kill off characters, right? So, right. a la Game of Thrones, you know. So I don't watch the Game of Thrones. I've never watched it. You know that that's very similar of what they do. You know, it's it's like a, a one trick pony, right? You do it once, and uh, so, so you know, back to the Walking Dead. If if you're watching that, a lot a lot of the things that are going on, uh, you know, if you put yourself in that that kind of universe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, how many how many times can you spin that around and say, "Oh, the lead character is in danger or died," you know? So, do you do you feel like Kirkman is actually building to an ending? I'm sorry, one more time. Do you feel like Kirkman is actually building to an ending with the comics? Does he have oh. an ending in mind, or is he just kind of like making it up until he gets bored for another like ten? You know, totally. I, I you know, it's, so here's the thing: if if anybody hears this, I so there's not a right answer, right? So I, I don't know what the guy's thinking, but. No, no right answer. But what's your? Take? I think so. Here's the thing: it, does does Kirkman ha, like have an end game to this? Originally, he did. Oh, you think he's playing it out longer? Yeah, than he absolutely. But to. but who wouldn't? Right? We all love to live in this world where we wouldn't. This is our art. This is what we create. This is where this is where it went. Right? Yeah. However, how many of us? I haven't for sure. But how many anywhere get the chance to sit do that? And now they're throwing millions of dollars at you. Right. Right. So it's it's not a judgment call on the person, any person. It's just we we all can fantasize. Oh, I want to do this. This is the arc. This is where it starts. It's where it ends. But I'm I'm never in the middle of that arc, and somebody says, "All right, here's millions of dollars." Right. Since you're here, since our podcast is about watching every horror movie on Netflix, we got to yes. ask you about Netflix horror. Do you watch many uh, horror movies on Netflix? Are there any you've liked? Any you've really disliked? I have. So yeah. now for me, it's it's it, so um, I've got a few years in this game watching horror movies you know so mm-hmm. first horror movie from late 70s was phantasm okay that absolutely scared me at a driving my you know i'm in the back seat because back in the day my parents take me to drive it and you're, you watch the first one which is generally family oriented the second one was what adult oriented right mm-hmm. so I, i'm in the back of a station wagon with my family you know you know average ohio kid 70s i'm maybe 10 ish you know phantasm comes on as the second feature and i watch it and I, i'm riveted you know I mean, this is nothing like Frankenstein, the Wolfman, the Mummy, anything like that. So I watch that, and I'm hooked from then, you know? It's like, what do you got? I was like, there's a whole different genre of movies that I've never exposed to. Rightfully so. I mean, I'm young, you know? So, so did you aspire to have a Hemi Cuda after seeing I, I To this day, I do. <laughs> so, um, I, I, seeing costumes and cosplayers is one of my favorite things of coming to a convention like this. So I, I'm glad that you're here, and I'm wondering uh, what you've seen today besides yourself that you really liked uh, costume-wise. So, you know, a lot of the applied makeup effects I like. I've, see, I've seen a lot of individuals with that, you know. I guess for me it's, it, it's kind of either you own it, you create it, you kind of own it kind of thing, or... 
I, I mean, you can own it by like, hey, I, I want to play this role. I want to do this kind of thing, you know. So maybe you're cosplaying like I am, you know, so, uh, another character. But do you feel comfortable, you know? Are you, are you having fun? That, that's, that's really what it is. But, I mean, if, the, if it's the one thing, uh, the skill set is the, the applied uh, special effects, you know, with makeup and kind of thing. It's really awesome, you know? I got to say, when you were walking around and we just saw you from a distance, you, you were carrying yourself like the character. And, and now you're sitting here and it's a totally different person than who we saw when we asked you to come over. And that's kind of cool. I've heard that before, right? And so to me, at, like hearing that, you know, it's, that's like a foreign voice to me. I, I don't get what people say because that's kind of my my natural uh, gate, if you will, right? I mean, n- normally I'm in uh, business clothes. I'm, I'm working at a business, but I've had people say that. It's like, you hold yourself like that and we can kind of picture that. Or like, maybe people perceive me as that. That's, that's not what I see, you know, but it, it's fun. So well, I want to bring it back on to our, our main topic, Netflix. So you've got you've got some years on us, as you said. You saw Phantasm at the Drive-In. What's your... Um, What's the first like Netflix discovery that comes to mind? What What's the last movie you saw on Netflix that really just kind of blew you away? That could be older, could be newer, could be original or not. That really impressed you. I don't have a good answer for that, but I, I will tell you what it had that I didn't have before on Netflix was to go in there and search for something. To be able to go on Netflix and search for like a genre like horror. Uh huh. So I do that often, you know, and I'll and I'll look through and let, let let's be honest there's a lot of forgettable movies sure and I'll well, watch we've that. seen our fair share yeah <laughs> and maybe you don't find exactly what it is you know you might be searching for two and a half men you know something and then all of a sudden you're like two and a half centipedes what's that right <laughs> so I, I mean i don't know maybe that's just me but i'm, I'm just sitting there and I, this happens at least seven eight times a year my wife will walk into the front and she's like what are you watching i'm like i was just I'm I'm searching for two and a half men, and Netflix gives me two and a half centipedes. I'm like, I don't. She's like, oh my, and I'm like, I know, right? But it's fun for me, you know. So if I'm gonna go to Netflix, there's not a movie. There's kind of a search. Do you miss video stores at all, though? I do. I mean, with Netflix, in, I'm I, I feel I, like I'm I wasting do. less there time. I do. There was more like that personal, get, yeah. like, um, so there was limited copies, right? So you go into the video store. Right. You're, you're renting these movies and there's this kind of this personal where you touch the tape and it's like, oh, there's only five copies. I'm the only one watching this, right? Well, and it's a commitment when you rent yeah. it. You're like, well, I'm yeah. going to watch the whole damn thing because I paid for it. It's also a commitment to rewind and return it. Yes. <laughs> so if we're going to like compare that to Netflix, yeah. wow, there was nothing more disappointing than walking to a video store and be like, oh, I wanted to see that and it's gone. Yeah. Until you live that because there's a whole generation that's like, what do you mean you can't rent it? You know, pay your $1.99 or $3.99. Or it's, I, I got a daughter that's 15, right? She she has no concept of, you might not be able to watch Star Wars The Last Jedi for a month. And she'll be like, oh, Dad, you're so old. I mean, you, you could, look, here it is on my phone, right? I'm like, yeah, it wasn't that way. You know, I, well, okay, so we had a horse and a carriage. We walked to school, and there was one tape in the video store you wanted to see. It was never there, you know, so... Negan, thank you for joining us. I know, we right? really right. appreciate you. I had fun. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Okay, we have a, we have a new guest. What's your name? We've, we've just coerced her over here. She didn't <laughs> want to come. Uh, what's your name? My name's Megan. Hey, Megan. Hi. So you've watched a lot of horror movies on Netflix. Yes. We are watching every horror movie on Netflix. That's awesome. We've been doing it for a year and a half now, and we're only into the C's. 
Oh, wow. So it's a, it, we're going in alphabetical order. We're That's only in so the cool. Okay. So what are some of your favorite or least favorite Netflix well, horror movies? Um, I'm not sure what's on Netflix right now, but I mean, okay. old school, like Friday the 13th, all that kind of stuff sure. is like my, you know, and yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses is one uh-huh. of my favorites. So. Yeah. But I'm sorry I'm not prepared for this. I don't exactly know what's on Netflix That's right totally now. fine. So Friday the 13th, I can relate because in the past year I have just watched Every Friday the 13th nice. movie okay. ever. What's your favorite? Um, I would have to say Part 4 with Corey Feldman. Part 4, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's one of my favorites. Oh yeah. my and Part 7, too. Yeah, is also. that Jason Takes Manhattan? Uh, no, that is The New Blood. Oh, yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Corey Feldman, speaking of Corey Feldman, have you seen Corbin Nash by chance? I have not. Okay, don't. <laughs> Don't. Okay. It's on Netflix. Just okay. leave it I off the list. I feel kind of bad for Corey Feldman these days. I do too. So in that film, he plays a cross-dressing vampire. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's not great. <laughs> it's not great. Okay. Um, What's it called again? Corbin Nash. Okay, but I don't need to remember it because I don't yeah, need just, to see yeah, it. Okay. You, it's it's better that you forget. Yeah, you, you don't need to see it. Are there any movies that you've discovered on Netflix that you enjoy, that you, that you found on Netflix, or, or even something that no one else has ever heard of, and you're like, hey, that was actually good? On Netflix. I feel like, oh, I'm not going to remember the name of it. It was a really... Uh, <sighs> Tell us a little bit it, about yeah. it. We'll, pro- we'll, we'll probably be able to, to think be of the honest, title. There was like genital mutilation in it. Oh God, Antichrist. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, there was oh, like the tree, God. the couple in the woods. Yes, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, and like scissors on the crotch. Yeah, and- yeah, the clit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I can't believe I just thought about that. Yeah, the fox, talking fox, chaos reigns. Yeah, I yeah. think that was on Netflix, and I watched it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Can yeah. I say fuck? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We we say fucking everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I, mean, I think you should talk to this guy too, maybe. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he just turned his back and he's pretending he's not listening. How, how how many years have you guys been coming to the con? Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, been the highlight of your your day today? I would say it sounds cheesy, but when I walked by, uh, Doug Bradley said hi to me, which was kind of cool. Oh, oh, that's nice. Um, And just hanging out with my friends, having a good time. Uh, We bought some really cool shit. There's nice people. Awesome. What did you buy? I actually bought uh, really cool artwork. I love cats, and I love horror movies, and it's a picture with all of the classic horror movie figures, but as cats. Nice. I think you bought something from the same person Allison did. And I bought coasters as well some horror movie coasters so. nice yeah nice cool well we don't want to take up too much of your time but uh thank you so much for thank stopping you, by yeah yeah this is real life <laughs> jason right thank you so you wanna, much you want to nice get in here too you guys. yeah thank you straight places straight places there's a mic over here <laughs> we have a uh, jason now he was introduced a moment ago by megan but but i think she was off mic when she did that but uh what's going on jason i'm I, i'm doing fantastic just to give you the backstory our podcast is called Every Horror Movie on Netflix. We're watching every horror movie on Netflix and reviewing each one in order. We've been doing it for about a year and a half in alphabetical order, and we're only into the Cs. So, you know, it's a a big, tall order. You have a long way to go. We do. That's fantastic. That's actually a really good... That, that, a premise. That's that's good. I it's, like it's, that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. What, you yeah. know, like a couple years ago, Chris was just like, "Let's have a podcast where we oh. watch every horror movie on Netflix." I, I, was like, I okay, let's do it. I concur. I like that yeah. a lot. And so, what should we call it? Every horror movie on Netflix. Yeah. Every very horror self-explanatory movie on Netflix. Yeah. 
So have you watched many Netflix horror movies? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've watched every horror movie under the sun, basically. Yeah. Are, are there any uh, discoveries you've made? Because that's what we're always trying to do. We're trying to discover something that you know a lot of other people haven't seen deep down there in Netflix that we like. Is, have you ever had that experience? Netflix, no. Not, no, no. I, I really haven't. So I'm, I'm not any help to your podcast at all. <laughs> Is there anything notably bad or just anything really memorable you've seen on Netflix as far as No, I goes? can't really. I, I, I'm not really a Netflix guy, yeah, so okay. I'm sorry. How's I, the con been for you today? Oh, it's been great. I I love it. Uh, we just come here. We hang out. We get a little beers in us, you know, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So other than that, Hellraiser's not really my thing, so mm. I'm not really a psychological. I'm more of a slasher. Yeah. Like I like uh, I like when uh, uh, Halloween's here or Jason's here, like Kane Hodder, mm-hmm. any of that. So Megan was telling us she's seen every fight of the Thirteenth. Is that you too? Have you seen oh, all of them? Of course. What's your favorite? What's my favorite? Yeah. Oh, I've uh, watched all of them in the last ooh, year. That's so. a that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, as far as as far as the killings, remake, right? It, no, absolutely Just not. Kidding. The fucking that shit's fucked the up. The remake was yeah. fucking terrible. Fuck that. Can I say fucking? Yeah, yeah, we say fucking. Can all I the say time. fucking or did I just say fucking? Yeah, we're all right, cool. <laughs> um, the remake was fucking atrocious. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like Jason Bay or Michael uh, Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah. Yes, uh, I'm sorry, Freddie Bay. <laughs> as far as Friday the 13th goes, I would say six, six for killing, three, four for the best. Okay, which one I is six? Know. Which one know. is four? Ah, uh, see, this is uh, uh, two. Three, Two for the best. Three's not 3D. Is three 3D? Yeah, three's 3D. Oh, with yeah. The, they showed in. They yeah. showed in Toronto every year. Yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah, they, they show in, 3D. It in Toronto on like the uh, the anniversary or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. So, so you say six is best for killing. Is six the one where they bring him back with the lightning bolt hitting the fucking grave? Six is hitting the lightning bolt. Absolutely. That, yeah, that's oh, my yeah. favorite. Oh, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, five so over the top. Five we just forget about. Yeah. Nine we forget about. Too. I mean, remind me which one is not. It, so nine, eight is Manhattan. Nine was right? the one where they like ate the heart, and it was fucking terrible. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. All right. Well. Well, I hope I fulfill your fucking content because I. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we say fuck as much as possible. Jason, right? Yeah, Jason. Yeah. He's Jason. Jason Voorhees. Right Jason on. Bay. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate <laughs> no, it. No, Michael Bay. Come on. You said Jason. All right. All right. We're not going to let you forget it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're probably going to edit all this out. It's it's, it's all good. Oh, no, no. It's all good. We'll leave it all in. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, have a good night, man. Just mixing it up with the people here at Motor City Nightmares. It's amazing. Conventions are ostensibly about bringing people together and Mm -hmm. having these conversations, but there's not really a natural way to do it, you know? Like, no. here we can say we have a reason and we're trying to record a thing so people can come over and we're having these conversations. But, like, it's a lot harder to just go up to people and say, hi, I want to just want to talk to you. I want to make a friend. Yeah. You know? Thank God we have Patrick. Thank God we have Patrick. is very good <laughs> at just engaging anybody who's around to get some victims to talk to or murder for this podcast. Just kidding. We're not murdering anybody. All right, so Patrick's coming back with an actual celebrity. He's got D. Wallace, believe it or not. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Party. Okay. Okay, D, this is Chris, Allison. Hi. Um, 
D. Wallace is here with us, uh, star of It. And no, we're not so It. Not It? What? Uh, E.T. E.T. Cut, I'm cut, sorry. start over. I, I substituted the wrong vowel in, <laughs> at the beginning of the T the there. So Critters, E.T., Lords Cujo, of Salem. Like, it just house, goes yeah. on. Yeah. Just the house on. of the yeah. devil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? So, D, uh, we yes. were talking about horror on Netflix on the way over here, and you said you haven't watched a lot of horror movies, but you watched The Whole Haunting of Hill House. Yes. What did I, you think? I love it. Yes. I, I just love it. And, of course, you know, Henry, my little boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's one of the stars of it, which is what drew me to it in the first yeah. place. But, oh, my God, the direction, the acting, it's so brave. Mm-hmm. It's... It um, it takes the genre and really elevates it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really goes beyond horror and more oh, into like yeah. a psychological drama oh, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm always fascinated by just the experience of guests at these conventions. And you know, like I walked by your table and I was like, "Oh, that's D. Wallace. I love D. Wallace." But like, I don't know. Do I just go up and say hi? It feels like that's kind of an awkward interaction, or like so. How, what do you get out of the, the fans coming here and sort of what kind of interactions do you like to have, I guess? I, I love interacting with the fans. Uh, I have to tell you, first of all, I see product that I've never seen before that somehow the fans find and I can't. And I love all the personal stories from the silly ones like I was conceived at the drive-in in the back seat when my parents went to see Cujo uh, must have not held their attention really well uh, to you know my life changed um, when I saw E.T. my parents were separated and I was an outcast and then E.T. came out and all of a sudden I was accepted at school again so I, I love all that. I, I love getting to know my fans. And i got to tell you, the horror fans are the best in the world. They are. Yeah, we haven't had the privilege of seeing too much of your material on Netflix. Um, but uh, you were in... Uh, oh, actually, that wasn't even on Netflix either. We watched Rob Zombie's Halloween just for fun for our show. And you were in that, of course. I, I liked... The- See? <laughs> she agrees with me. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really good. <laughs> I loved you in it, but I was not crazy about the movie. Yet, oh, so. because it's not part of the original, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it was never meant to be. It's not a remake. It's a Rob make. That's, tr- that's very true. Okay. That's very true. Well, Dee, thank you so much for spending yeah. some time with us. We know you have to get to the party, but thank you so much for sitting down with I'd us for a minute. I'd rather talk, but i got to go party. <laughs> Better you never hear that from an actor. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> you got blown wow. out. Wow. You got blown out. D. Wallace, <laughs> the final authority on Rob Zombie's Halloween. The, the last word. Our first celebrity guest. The, our first celebrity guest in the right place at the right time. We did not ask how hot the car was. Great question, though. Why isn't he running this show? I did did say it instead of ET, though, so... That's okay. I I can't think of a better note to end our Motor City Nightmares special episode on, to be honest. We should quit while we're ahead. I'm starstruck. Amazing. Beautiful moment. All right, well, can't wait to come back next year, hoping we can have our own panel, do this live in front of an audience, and actually um, not have to beg guests to be on the show. Yeah. (laughs) 
God bless D Wallace. God bless. God bless. D. What a lovely brooch. Can we t- can we talk the fashion? Can we talk about the re- the red carpet fashion? Oh here? my God! I wish you could all see what she was wearing. The woman. Her 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 geode earrings. These like like deep purple velvet. Whatever that was. She was just swimming in it. Oh, my God. And then this beautiful, like, what was it? Like a beetle brooch, basically? Uh Oh, God. All I have left to say is I take back everything bad I ever said about Mr. Zombie's Halloween remake. It's a Rob make. Ha, ha, ha. We got him. I convert it to a view it. I convert my rating to a view it. We got him. I don't know if we can do that retroactively, but appreciate the sentiment. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for listening to our special episode. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming. Uh, we don't really know. It could be next week. It could be in two weeks. Uh, we, we could gotta... be never. <laughs> I think we we topped out. We might as well time. just end the podcast on that note. <laughs> but, no, we'll be back. We'll be doing creep. God damn it. And until then, you know, you know where to find us online. Uh, it's been a pleasure spending the day with you guys at the con, and it's been a pleasure trying to relay it to our Listeners, for every horror movie on Netflix, I'm Chris. I'm Patrick. I'm Allison with a Y. I'm Steven. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.